What time is it? What time is it's it? 2 it's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. Welcome, 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 guys, to the Two Awkward Millennials podcast. I am joined by my partner in argumentative banter, Hendrix. Happy WrestleMania Day, guys. All right, fuck that. And I am KC in the place to be, and that place is a 2 a.m. podcast each and every week, bringing you our awkward take on life, love, pop culture, and the millennial experience. What's up? What's going on? I'm dyslexic. I read it backwards. I, I I didn't say anything. Nobody knows. But no, you literally said I'm saying what's going on. Like you didn't say like oh what's going on, people. You look like what's going on. Looked at me and folded your arms like somebody daddy. Like you just tried to scorn me, nigga. I wrote this shit, and if I want to rearrange it, I can do what I want to do. I'm trying to you know get my energy. Like I'm trying to you know. get these energies. Sorry, Jens. Sorry, news. Anyways, what up, good people? How y'all guys doing? Hope you guys are having a beautiful, miraculous, marvelous motherfucking day. A good week. Solid. Great. Weather's changing. Shit's getting real. Time to leave your <laughs> niggas and avoid your bitches because the weather is about to break, child. Why are you looking at me like that? Because I don't like you today. I don't even know. But <laughs> I'm off your shit. And anyways, uh, like I mean, I, I was said, feeling, I was feeling no, great no, before no, I got to the yeah, bay. No. Once I got to the bay, the energy just changed and shit. I don't know why. Well, me either. <laughs> I don't know why, but yeah, I'm doing pretty good. I I'm, didn't ask you yet, but I was talking, I was talking to them. But Hendrix, how are you doing since you interjected on our exchange? Anyway, what's up? I'm doing fantastic. I all am, things considered, I am greatly <laughs> appreciating the fact that you're doing all right. Or fantastic, as you would say. That's great. I'm doing great, all things considered. You know, all aggravations considered. Oh, you've aggravated. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I'm with you. We'll continue that party, nigga, because I'm trolling you all episode. No, don't do that. We have a very serious episode coming up. Is it? Oh, okay. Part yeah. of it. But then when we get to the bullshit <laughs> later, I got you. I'm here for you. No, no. I'm sorry. I don't need no training wheels. I'm good this week. You sure? Positive. Great. I got my nice orange vanilla Coca-Cola. Anyways, gross. I'm happy that you are um, doing well, enjoying everything so, your life has to offer. Yeah, so I, I w- how was your trip? All right, well, you said you want to get into my business. Um, My trip was cool. How was Old Town Road? Was that- uh, the Old Town, honestly, that's really what I was thinking about. It was cool. I um For people who aren't aware of what we're talking about, I went on a trip for the weekend to the Smoky Mountains in Tennessee, if you niggas need a map. Um, it was great. I didn't realize the flight to Tennessee was so short. It was only like an hour. Like literally, you're in the air, air for an hour and two or less, depending on the pilot. Because both times, I on the way there and the way back, I got back early. Got there early, got back early. But um, it was um, it was what cool. What was the price? Wait, hold on. Before we get to that, what was the price like? Because I got to make that trip. Well, I'm considering making that trip. So I would say drive. I would either say, <laughs> no, the reason I say, I would say drive or get your tickets early. Oh, actually, it depends on what part of Tennessee you're going to. Um, the heart of Tennessee. Oh, well, then you're fine. See, I, was, I went to, oh, then you're fine. Okay. I was, I went to, um, I flew into uh, Knoxville and it's a very, very small airport. And so the tickets um, to fly into smaller airports are always more expensive most of the time. 
And so the tickets were very fucking expensive. Whatever you're thinking, double it. That's how much I paid for that motherfucking flight. It was ridiculous. But you, I'm cheap. I gotta I'm that. cheap too. I, I didn't want to buy that cheap. shit. But it was my friend birthday. Shout out to Nakaya. Uh, we had hung out over there. I had a cabin, rented a cabin, and spoke them out. It actually was way more stuff to do there than I thought. Our cabin was nice as fuck. Um, it was way more stuff to do there than I imagined. So many activities. I imagine it's great for families because there's so much to do. We went to the aquarium. I'm a big ass kid. I had a blast. We went to the Ripley's, believe it or not, museum. Those are always fun. We went to a whole bunch of different stuff. We we did a lot of stuff and it was fun. Um, like our cabin had a hot tub and a pool table. We played pool and drank and got in the hot tub and did a whole bunch of stuff. Went to go eat. I had cheddar for the first time. It was so good. Actually, now I'm thinking about it one more. So now I'm actually sad. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> it was good. It was dope. It was a really good time. We actually end up taking like a, not a wrong turn, haha, but we end up going on this. We was going t- into a different part of town and uh, we end up taking this way that we didn't know that we didn't have to take. It took us all the way up to the top of the mountain and then back down. We were scared as fuck at that moment. I'm like, should we turn around or... What the fuck should we do? We were literally going up this mountain. It was steep. It was no barriers. It was no railings. Shout out to anybody that live in the mountains and they do that shit on a very regular basis because we were freaked the fuck out. Like, at first, I'm like, oh, it's so beautiful. Taking videos all on Snap. We blinked. Next thing I know, it was no more rail. It was no more nothing. It was just like we were scared as fuck. I couldn't even record no more because I was just like, my drop sitting there about to say a prayer. My death perception <laughs> was also feel like every time we turned, she was about to fall, we about to fall off the fucking side of the motherfucking road. Like, it was just fucking crazy. Shout out to motherfuckers that live in mountain, mountain the areas and driving that shit because people behind us was pissed. We was going like two miles per hour. <laughs> but I wouldn't have been going no faster if I was driving. I'm just like, uh-uh, bitch, take it, slow down. You, mm-hmm. She could have went slower mm-hmm. and I would have been okay. Said take it slow. We were scared as fuck. Yeah. Yes. But um, all in all, great trip. Great little vacation. Nice little pre-vacation. It was more of a relaxing vacation because I'm about to go to Coachella in two weeks. Um, So that was my vacation for this week. So next week. I, I will have a break next week and week after that. And I'm going to Coachella. I cannot wait to get my fucking hair done. I'm so tired of dealing with it. So that's Easter weekend, right? Yeah, I'm going Easter weekend. That's, we're going to the weekend too. Weekend one sold out fast as fuck. I wish we could have went to got it over with. <laughs> but actually we can't to work out better for my work schedule too just don't yeah cause you get the Friday and the Monday off yeah I mean I'm off Friday anyway but yeah getting Monday off help me and I come back cause I really don't come back until I got a red we got a red on our back cause I don't get in at 155 in the morning yeah that's actually the weekend I'm supposed to be going um Tennessee so we'll see how that works out Fine. nice little guys trip to the NFL draft coming up hopefully that's cute go on fuck with some bitches no. So I know y'all not really going to, all the way to Tennessee to see niggas walk up on stage and hold a jersey. Yeah. I mean, we got people yeah, down there, so. going to fuck with some bitches. Nah. I don't, no. I don't foresee that. You know, it's so funny how PC and lame and just always trying to be like you were now here and knocking them down and backing them up. You know what I'm saying? But it's okay, though. When was we I ever doing that? We try to, first of all, no lying. <laughs> we, <laughs> we try to respect everyone's personal growth. <laughs> On this show, when was we try. Why are you interrupting me? <laughs> Damn, I should have got a hot dog when I was out. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> okay. Yeah, so what's been oh, up in God. uh? So, TV, mu- movies, music, uh, 
No music dropped. Old Time uh, Road remix dropped, and that shit fire, nigga. Yeah. Be very savage on that bitch. Fucking all y'all niggas have got the best feature. Somebody said of the year. Like you can tell, he clearly punched in, and I re-listened to it, and I'm like, yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Like he re- literally bar for bar, like record, stop, record, stop, record. Really? You, yeah, you can tell. I'm like, okay, yeah, it sounds fucking amazing. So I don't care. I know his engineer was pissed about it, but uh, yeah, that shit sounds amazing. You know it does. I'm, I was like, when they when they finally got on um, cause it wasn't on Spotify. Yet. Is it on Spotify yet? Yeah. Okay, it wasn't on Spotify at first. I was listening on Apple. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, yes, bought a new guitar. Hey, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Turn up, guitar. Yeah, of course he had the uh, obligatory, like, wow. Like, Billy Ray Cyrus just got embraced by the black community and Miley's been doing all this bullshit for the last 10 years and we don't like her. Like, that's crazy. But, I mean, because she did what a lot of them people do where, like, first of all, she actually changed her sound. You know what I'm saying? Like, she actually started making army music. That nigga did what the fuck he been doing. You know what I'm saying? And just did it on a trap beat. I mean, it has some twang in it. But, I mean, he did the same shit he always do. He talked about the same shit he would always talk about. So, I don't think... He didn't really step out of his box. And on top of that, so we embraced him for being him. Absolutely. And then, you know what I'm saying? Molly did that whole, like, oh, I lost myself. Or like, so what you what are you trying to say about black culture? <laughs> but you know what? I had that same kind of epiphany when I was down um down in Tennessee because it's so funny because it's like obviously it's the South. So it's like all these Confederate flag, everything, Confederate flag, whole jumpsuit, bodysuit, swimsuits. Head pieces, nigga. Everything is Trump 2020 signs. Make America great hats. I love the president. All that kind of stuff like that. But then you pull up in a nigga or a white white boy, you know what I'm saying? A cowboy boots on and a hat and a big ass truck bumping fucking like Gucci, man. Like, nigga, choose. Choose. With your Confederate flag on the back, choose. Nigga, the fuck? I hate shit like that. That shit weird as fuck to me. I praise diversity. Like, you know, I don't like, I don't condone the flag or you know but it's it's just like amazing because that's that's just all it's always representative of how it's like they only want certain aspects on our culture like they like the culture they design and that's really what it is at the end of the day but i mean that's an interesting topic because i I feel like it can kind of go both ways a little bit a little bit on our part i mean we want white privilege a little bit. No, no, we don't. We don't want it to be any fucking privilege. The whole privilege, the whole idea of white privilege is for it to be is you're getting something because of who you are. We just want it to be equal. White privilege, that's the thing. White privilege women wouldn't be a thing if equality was actually a thing. So we're not actually asking for white privilege. We're asking for equality. Okay. That's the difference. I got you. I got you. So any uh, TV or movies? Um, No, I'm watching All American. Okay. Uh, I watch it on Netflix. I don't know which station it actually comes. On. I think it comes on the CW. Um, it's a cute little show. It's based off of somebody's real life, but that nigga barely played. So, I guess that's why I was only inspired by a true story. Cause I'm like, that nigga didn't do really well. Anyways, <laughs> he did. But it's a really good show. It's you know, it's one of those. I, honestly, well, I'll say this. It depends on what you like. It can be it's it's football, so maybe some Friday night lights ish mixed with some um blindside type of uh change over there and uh some other shit. But it was good. I really, really like it. Um so I've been watching that lately. 
Okay. Little Mama was in it, which threw me the fuck off. She was dating one of the daddies. It's even more weird because it's like I guess well, I guess. Um, so, but she's on that show, so that was weird as fuck. I don't know if she how she's actually gonna be on there or if that was just like a guest appearance. Oh no, two episodes to see her in that light. Um, that's really all I've been watching. Like I said, I got my Avengers tickets finally, nigga. I am so ready for that. They finally dropped the tickets. See, that's gonna be. That's going to be tough. Being in a uh, foreign state during that weekend is going to be kind of tough. Oh, well, you going the weekend after Coachella then. Hmm? You going to, the draft must be the week after Oh, yeah, yeah, never never mind. I'm, I'm, yeah, it is that, yeah. Okay. Well, I was like, that's a 20 week, it is the 21 on the 25th to see Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> Slow ass nigga. Look, man. Anyways. Hey, I, I partook in some uh, party favors this weekend. Of course, so did. I had a good amount of Patron. Honestly, I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me. Me and my friend, two of us by ourselves, killed a pint, and I did not feel no kind of way. I don't know what it was. Maybe we had we did just eat, so maybe that's why. Potentially, but, potentially. Because I'm like, damn, I feel like I should be fucked up. Like usually, I would be fucked up. I'm. It's bad because I know. Like we was taking, we had we taking out of mini shot glasses, and I was like. I'm like, damn, I thought we took so many shots. I'm like, no, because a pint is 11 shots. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Maybe I do have a problem. What, you drink a pint by yourself? <laughs> you, nigga, you definitely got a problem if you drinking a pint by yourself. <laughs> Maybe I do have a problem. Nigga, you been had a problem. <laughs> uh, you know, agave is good for you. So It's a Cheddar's and Lansing? Nigga, you about to go. Yeah. I didn't know that. I've been up to, yeah, been there a couple of times. See, I've only went that one. I mean, I've only went to Cheddar's this weekend. Okay. Nigga, I'm about to go to, uh, who's going to Lance with me? Okay. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> that has nothing to do with shit. Anyways, um, TV, movies. I think that's it. I'm, it's not really nothing. No. Pop, I was supposed to see Jazam. I still haven't seen it. I'm going to go see it eventually. I am really just ready for fucking Avengers. It's going to be three hours. I'm in that bitch. I think I'm going at nine. I think I'm going at ten. Originally, my ticket was at midnight, but I was like, I really don't know if I want to be in that bitch at three. Yeah, I think uh, my thing with that is uh, I'm pissy, so he is pissy. <laughs> sitting down for like three hours. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, I, might, can, I can sit down for that long. But with the movie snacks and shit, like all that salt from the popcorn and the, the large I'm just not drink. that pissy. I can count how many times I go to the bathroom in a day. I'm gonna go back. Like if I'm not really drinking them for real, I go to bed from like three times. I go like once at work, once in the morning, and like once That's, when I get home. I go once an hour. It's crazy. No, no, no. My filtration. Unless I'm drinking water. Crazy. If I'm if I'm consistently drinking stuff, then yeah. But on a regular basis, I don't really be drinking shit like that because I intentionally make sure I don't have no food or beverages in my house. So, <laughs> yeah. What's going on in your world, music-wise, movie-wise, TV-wise? I know it's WrestleMania Day. What's going on? Um, Yeah, looking forward to uh, wrapping this up for uh, How was the Hall of Fame? Uh, the Hall of Fame was interesting. Did anybody that I know get inducted? Um, D Generation X was the headliners. Harlem Heat also. Um, the Heart Foundation. The Honky Tonk Man. I'm missing somebody. But yeah, uh, somebody ran on stage. A fan ran on stage and uh, tackled Bret Hart. So that was interesting. Definitely got his ass whooped for it. Though. Like ass whooped on camera, ass whooped for that. But, About uh, security? No. 
your the Hall of Fame is a bunch of wrestlers just sitting around in like nice clothes, but they're still wrestlers. I mean, but they don't fight for real. Yeah, all right. They fight your ass for real. <laughs> 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 they for sure fight your ass for real. But uh, yeah, that was interesting. Uh, NXT Takeover was Friday. That's always amazing. Uh, I'm not looking. F- I'm looking forward to WrestleMania, but at the same time, I'm not because who headlining? Uh, headliner is they're actually uh the women are the main event. Uh, Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte Flair. I already don't care. <laughs> the women are headlining. Um, yeah. I it, guess they feel like they're gonna bring people in Ronda Rousey because they definitely couldn't do it with just them two on the card. I guess they don't give a fuck about Becky Lynch and um. Becky Lynch is pretty much the equivalent, the female equivalent of Stone Cold, like circa ninety eight right now. Was she hot? Yeah. Oh. Super hot. They must be pushing her because it wasn't when I was watching it. I mean, it's been a while. It's been years, obviously. I mean, it was it was just like the natural progression, like the being held down. So it was the old girl not the old not big no more, huh? The little um, ambiguously black girl that used to be talking about she was affiliated with Snoop Dogg. Um, it was super white in real life. Uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey are actually the women's tag team champions at this moment in time. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, they introduced those belts. I want to say. Didn't they fight months. ten times? Yeah. They fight together. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I get how wrestling works. <clears throat> yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, it's supposed to be seven and a half fucking hours. From start to finish, uh, pre-show started at five, main show starts at seven. So yeah, yeah. I guess you gotta get you out there. Huh? About one o'clock, one o'clock start. Um, no, they announced the first match. I'm sure I'll be alright. <laughs> Who is it? AJ Styles and Randy. Oh, I'm yeah, sure. I'm, I'm detached now. Um, outside I do like Randy right now. Yeah, outside of that, um, wrestling related stuff. A lot of people, um, due to Nipsey also passing away, a lot of people pushed their projects back this week. So yeah. we really didn't get any new music for yeah. real. Um, Damn, I'm about to say something I forgot. Anyways, continue. Uh, TV-wise, um, I rewatched Umbrella Academy this week because it was a lot of shit that I realized I missed. A lot of stuff I missed. Um, I'm trying to get into the, the act. I don't know if I like it for real, for real. What's but that? It's a show. Um, I can't exactly tell you what it's about because I was high when I was watching it, so I don't remember. I have to go back. <laughs> I, w- I had to go back and watch it, but uh, trying to get into that. I'm scared to watch the Kevin Hart special because it's a Kevin Hart special. Did you hear? What you, have you heard about it? Trash. Oh. I mean, Kevin Hart and a lot of people have been saying this. Kevin Hart is at like the level to where he can't be a good comedian, like what we're, like what we remember him being. Like, we're not going to get it seriously funny anytime soon. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Like, that was when he was an aspiring comedian. Like, he's a fucking mogul. A rock star. Right, he's an actor. Uh, yeah, he's selling out stadiums. Like, that's not really that great for, like, comedy. Because you got to appease a lot of audiences. Like, if he was doing shit like theater shows and shit like that, it might be a little bit better comedy. But that's not his, you know, that's not his meal ticket anymore. That might be his passion, but it's not his meal ticket. So... He's more along the lines of like a Jerry Seinfeld right now. Hmm. Jerry Seinfeld has always been like funny, but he's never been like, you know, edgy funny. Yeah, because it's definitely a difference. Yeah. It's um, a ten minute bit about his kid like shitting in the show, and I'm not interested in that. I'm definitely not interested. (laughs) How was the, um, what's going on with March Madness? Is that over? It's April. Yeah. Yeah, it's over. Who won? 
Um, the championship game is on Monday between um, uh, Virginia and Texas Tech. Texas Tech beat Michigan State last night. Got them niggas up out of there. And Virginia beat Auburn. And, uh, yeah. I mean, I wasn't even, you know, I wasn't sad. I mean, no, I think I was, I'm definitely, shit, it was bad comedic timing on my point, but part because the Nipsey shit had happened in the same moment, it seemed like. But I was literally, like, trolling niggas, talking about some, oh, damn, y'all brackets fucked up, I already know. Once they got Duke ass out of there, because that shit surprised me. Because everybody, every time somebody's talking to me, I'm like, bro, Duke gonna win anyway. I don't want to talk about this shit. Surprised the fuck out of me. Too. And then when they actually <laughs> beat, uh, Duke or State beat Duke. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, they, oh, y'all brackets <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> I already know because everybody I talked to was like, yeah, do go in, do go in, do go in. Then they got them niggas right up out of there. But I was still, a, I was still a, a, a sheep and wore my state stuff the next day just because I had it. Yeah, I had my shit on yesterday. I kept my shit on yesterday. Like we lost in the final four. I'm not wearing it's it. Okay. I'm not wearing it no more. But I wore it the day <laughs> after they beat Duke though because I felt like that was relevant. I'm like it's okay. We'll get them next year. Did you go to um opening day? No. Tigers actually won though. Congrats to that. Yeah, they won five. That never straight. happens. Oh. Mm. Oh. Was it real teams that they played? Like good teams? Uh, oh, know. okay. Well, you know, we expect that. I mean, it's still early in the season. They'll probably still. Don't baseball play the most games? Yeah, one hundred and sixty-two. Ridiculous amount of games. They'll still probably lose around ninety-five games this year. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's not a good team. We're rebuilding. Yeah, no. We. I mean, we. I don't really remember a time we were. We went to World Series like twice in the last 10? No. Yeah, last 10 years. Uh, I don't remember. I don't follow baseball. But I do remember when I was in elementary school, my gym teacher used to give us tickets for free. They used to give them away. I think, I'm assuming him and his wife had like season tickets. Shit, when we went to the game, the tickets I got was like $40. Yeah. I mean, shit, they giving away fucking, they giving away business tickets right now. That them bad boys like $10. Uh, we not even... I'm not gonna talk about them because what they're doing is real stupid. What they doing? Trying to fuck up to get a good draft pick? No, they're doing the exact opposite. Doing well? Yeah, they're in playoffs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Trash, but in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm surprised <laughs> because uh, your Lakers didn't even make it. I mean, and they got you know the best player that ever played the game, so I'm kind of surprised. Get that nigga off my team. I'm just surprised by that. Fuck. I wonder how LeBron fans are feeling about him working and focusing on his business and that being the only reason he came to California. Like, do they care since they want him to be the best player? I mean, you know, since they can hold him as the best player to ever play the game, I'm con- I wonder do they care about this, the fact that he don't actually give a fuck about basketball right now? Look, Mom, look, this nigga can't even get players to be in Space Jam. Nobody's First of all, he's nigga. not worried about – He's not worried about basketball because he's A&R in albums. And when you do that, right. you just change. He's becoming a brand. It's time for six. I mean, what? <laughs> the world is sick and sad. And so LBJ he, is out here living his very best life. Well, he A&R albums. He he's is nice. A&R in albums. Don't be a hater. No. You're hating right now. He's a content creator, too, right? He, he's all these things. No. The shop. Have he is not watched wor- the episode the, of The Shop? No. I, I, <laughs> this is the worst show ever. I think I watched the episode with... Uh, with Drake and I and I never watched it again because I was just like, oh bitch, I don't have time for this. First of all, he called himself a hip hop historian. If you don't go dribble that ball somewhere and fix that hairline, and 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 find and mind the business that pays you, literally. Oh, it's fixed. Is he in off season mode? So it's fixed. 
He did an interview, uh, I want to say a couple of days ago. Brand new hairline. They, he got it like surgically implanted because they're going to run out of Beijing for you niggas. <laughs> Y'all keep trying to fix this shit. <laughs> going to run out. Y'all niggas need to let that shit go, okay? They running out. Okay? Stop. Damn. Despicable. Y'all, that's the thing. Niggas be talking about wiping bitches' eyebrows off when your whole shit gonna wash off. Ugh. Y'all disgust me. I guess that's it, right? Moving right along. Eventually. All right. This week, uh, Six Sad World is dedicated to Nipsey Hussle, who was unfortunately taken away from us last Sunday. Um, a term that has been used by many people in power and many fans for his assassinated and that is crazy but um yeah nipsey hustle was uh assassinated last sunday outside of his marathon store in los angeles and the the out the outpouring support and love and shit like that that he's received has been kind of mind-boggling to say the least you think so absolutely Cause you know we always have that you know you never know what you got until it's gone type of mentality, but the the impact that he had and it was I think it was because I I speak for myself it was kind of like a uh, underlying impact like because you know I was a fan of his music I liked what he was doing but you know he wasn't like the greatest rapper like you know he wasn't my favorite rapper the my uh, most favorite rapper or anything like that. And, you know, I, I appreciated what he was doing, like, but it was kind of like always underlined because you could see him doing shit like he was always in the news for like positive shit and like shit like that. So, yeah, you saw what he was doing, but you didn't necessarily like have a a stance on it until, you know, he left. And it was like, wow, like that's that's kind of crazy. I see what you're saying, but I guess in comparison, I think the in the general sense, the hip hop community embraces their own in a way that is not always what you would expect. Because, and I don't think that's in this case. I think with Nipsey passing, I think it was extremely sad. And I think it was rough for everybody because he was such a good person. Like, and on on top of that, like you had his debut album, Grammy nominated debut album. A lot of people feel like he was snubbed for, and that he should have won. Great album, Victory Lap is a, a great album. And I'm not to say if he was snubbed or not. Honestly, it was a great album, and it definitely should have been nominated. And I wouldn't have been mad if he won. If he if he did win, I would say that. Um. But even, like, I'm definitely not going to say I'm this huge Nipsey fan or anything like that. I definitely respected his music. I appreciate his music. I enjoyed some of it. Um, It wasn't until after he passed it I went back and listened to something before Victory Lap because I know I've said this when we talked about other stuff before that I'm not necessarily a mixed type person. I'm not necessarily a person that go back and listen to other stuff that's not your mainstream pro- projects unless it's somebody I just happened to already come across. So it wasn't until after he passed that I went back and downloaded all his stuff. And I I mean, I appreciate his music. I really do enjoy him as an artist. But what I've always seen was more about his character, I guess. Like, Mm -hmm. I've always seen 
He was talking about his character. He looked like he was enjoying his life. He was, he's like, he was always positive. Always pictured him smiling. I knew a lot. I mean, as a female, I mean, you can lie if you want to. And I'm not saying it's not women out there that listen to his music because, like I said, I'm a hip hop head for sure. But a lot of women, myself included, knew a lot more about him because he was with Lauren London. All right. Because I was saying, like, the day, literally the day he died, I was literally just watching that interview that they did with uh, the question game for GQ. I literally had watched it earlier that day. So it's like sometimes something just being that close, it stung. Like I was like fucked the whole next day. I was like kind of like fucked up because it was just so crazy. The next day. It was so bizarre. No, I mean, even in that moment, but I'm saying like I woke up like I'm saying like, you know how you people, it's always pass. It's always sad when somebody passed away. But it's like, you know, it's different when it's someone that you don't actually know or someone's not super close, you know what I'm saying, that you don't know for real So because you're a little detached from it. But that fucked me up in a way that, you know what I'm saying, that I didn't expect it to. Oh, no, no. Because I I'm... I wasn't speaking about it like that. Like, I was literally fucked up until about Thursday. Thursday. No, I'm I just saying when it really... I'm saying... Well, I guess I'm saying... I was, I'm sad. I was, when I found out, I was sad. But I'm saying when I woke up and my mood was still fucked up, is right. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. just real. I'm like, damn, like, I'm really fucked up behind this. Because it didn't feel right. It felt fucked up. And, like, I um, I actually follow and watch his interviews and stuff like that more than I listen to his music. So I, like, seeing his Breakfast Club interview and seeing, you know, the other interviews he had done. And so I respected him more as a person than I did his music. Not saying his music wasn't great because I did appreciate and like his song, Victory, like I said. But listening to him talk and, like, even in his older interviews, like little things that catch me, he was always on some real prolific as building up the, you know, community, empowering people and being positive. And you don't really see that from a lot of people that come from like that um, gangster or gang related kind of environment and lifestyle. It was like so much of his message, regardless of his circumstances when he was younger or in the past, was always positive. And I think that's what inspire a lot of people because you can look at the recent celebrity deaths and I'm not here to compare apples and oranges or compare, but even when like Mac Miller passed away, it was a, you know, a wave of, you know, people kind of feeling bad because he was such a, you know, endearing person for everybody. And the same thing, even with triple X, which I don't know if that was always the case, but I'm not here to speak on it because I didn't know him. But even with him having negative, you know, things in his career, the hip hop community kind of embraced these people. Right. And so it was like, but when it was Nipsey, I think it was even more of a thing because of his, who he is like what he was doing, the better, the betterment of people bringing people up and then how he died. That also affects it too. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just like yeah. the fact that he was just in his community somewhere. He's always been someplace that he's been, you know, he's always been about, bringing it up and building up the community, buying back the block, all these different things, like in front of his own business in that way. And I don't know if the story is true about him, like, you know, getting, trying to get that guy to get away from there and him coming back and, you know, shooting the shit up. But even that, you know what I'm saying? It's just all like, it was just, it felt wrong. It felt too soon. It felt unjust. Like, I don't even know this person, obviously as a regular fucking person and nothing more than a fan and, you know, someone that just kind of witnessed it from a distance. But even from the position that I sit, it seemed just fucked up. It seemed unfair. It felt unjust. I felt like 
I think we all almost felt cheated. Like I felt like it was almost a gift to be able to see what he could have become. You know what I'm saying? And I think we are like, like we, as a whole, we feel cheated because he was like, damn, why him of all people? Like somebody that's doing good, doing right. Wow, like that's fucked up. And I think anybody with any kind of level of humanity can see them like, damn, like of all people, him? And so I think that's what has everybody in that whole hip-hop community, you know what I'm saying, from coast to coast, kind of like, you know, kind of just bewildered by the whole situation because it's, it's crazy. Like I can't, it's not even... Nothing I can even put words to in a way because it's just like, damn, like that one actually kind of hit hard. And I'm like I said, I'm not some super mega fan, but it was just like that was rough. Yeah. um, For me, I feel like it was a kick in the face. Like like you were saying, like um, what he stood for, what he was always about, where he always was, you know, where he put his his imprint on the world at, you know, to have him taken away there in the matter that he was taken away yeah that that was really deflating because it's like okay so you can have this person is doing things the right way doing what you're supposed to do helping out your community you know helping the kids helping you know people who can't get jobs helping you know the people who have made mistakes in their life like you're helping all these people out and you can still lose your life but not only lose your life lose your life in front of like your greatest creation your biggest you know what i'm saying your biggest imprint on the world that was where you took your last breath and it wasn't by you know means of all right you know some street related shit like all right you know i'm still out here doing x y and z and that shit you know the whole karma thing happened or whatever but he was just minding his own business like finding out that he wasn't even supposed to be at the store that day was just like kind of heartbreaking. And the fact that he came down to the store because he had a friend that had just recently got out of jail. He was like, Oh yeah, come right. I'll come to the store and you know, you can have whatever you want, all the clothes you want. Like we get you, you know, we get you fresh. Like I got you. Don't worry about it. Yeah. That was honestly, that was another thing that made it sad. Like, you were in the process of doing more good, you right. know what I'm saying, being this stand-up person. And it also kind of put him, like, thinking, like, first of all, he was young. Like, he was only 33 years old. And on top of that, like, you know, having an entire family and young children, like, that's always hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, thinking about his family. And you think about somebody, especially when you're in a position where you are the person in the family or whoever that is – the come up or successful and you trying to take care of so many people like you have people that depend on you and everything like that and you being the strength for so many people like seeing his sister post and you know what i'm saying his siblings to knowing that he has kids and his girl and all of this different stuff like that and just like his mom all these people and like just the reality that all of these people experienced an extremely tough loss like it's always gonna be rough yeah and like you were saying about the age thing, I just kind of look at it in comparison. I'm like, all right, he died at 33. I'm 30. You know, you have those feelings of wanting to give back to the community, wanting to move back to the city, you know, build a family there, start, you know, start a business there and shit like that. And that's like one of the, a lot of people's worst fears. It's like you can do all of this good in your community and you're 
people in your community don't really give a fuck about it. No, that is true. That's definitely one of those things that I definitely thought about. And it made me, that definitely almost kind of like put it whole thing in perspective. Like, eh, you can bring the hood up, but you can't stay there. Like, you got to do from it from a, like, I love you from a distance. It's one of those things almost. Yeah. I mean, um, I actually have a friend that is doing things like that around that same age. And he has really taken this, like, hard because he he speaks about, like, his fears. Like, you know, he's trying to do good. He's bringing grocery stores and auto mechanic shops and bodegas and shit like that. Bringing shit that we don't have this ownership of. Like, everybody else around around the neighborhood owns this but us. And he's trying to do good in the community, but... It's all, it's always a lot of static because people see you trying to do good and no matter what, you know, a lot of people don't have good intentions. Like just point blank, mm-hmm. point blank period. A lot of people don't have good intentions. And yeah, it's, it's kind of hard, man, especially at that age to really like comprehend the fact that you're supposed to be doing good. You're supposed to be trying to do good and some bad can still come from that. Yeah, for but sure. I think the the imprint that he left and the appreciation that he's getting, like even the fucking LAPD, the police chief, yeah, was kind of flabbergasted. Like, wait, what? Like him? Wait, y- y'all did that to Nipsey? Really? Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, if anybody, not him, I can think of. 18 people, you know what I'm saying, that that could have happened to, but not him. So, just to know that, and, you know, the fact that the next day he was supposed to go and meet um, with a lot of the, uh, uh, what's the word I'm trying to figure out? A lot of the, uh, he was supposed to meet, go meet with the police about uh, curbing gang violence in the city the next day. Like, so even, you know what I'm saying, even in death, he was still not only doing good at the time of death, but, you know, just the day after, he was supposed to do more good. Like, that's, that is really, really crazy, and, you know what I'm saying, I don't, I felt, I felt bad or down for a while, because it kind of, he kind of created this, um, this feeling of hopelessness, and, I understood, you know, eventually I got to a point where I understood that that's the exact opposite feeling that I was supposed to have. And I got better, but it was a hopeless feeling because it's like, okay, so no matter what you do, no matter how good you live your life, none of that shit matters because it can all be taken away in a matter of moments. So, you know what I'm saying? That doesn't mean don't do good. Don't, you know, try and do good in your community or whatever. Do what you're going to do, and whatever happens, happens. But the imprint that you leave will last forever. Like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of times people die, and it's like, all right, a day or two or coverage or something like that. And, yeah, people move on, the next news story and shit like that. That's not happening in this case at all. Like, it's a week later, and we are still, like, it's hard to... it's. At a certain point, it is hard to, like, look on social media because everybody's posting. We had all the candlelight visuals, you know. Yeah. A lot of people are still, are have actually traveled to Los Angeles to visit the memorial. Um, I know his family 
was struggling to find a venue for his funeral. They have there. It's going to be, I think, this Thursday at the Staples Center, I do believe. Like, that is fucking crazy. But that just speaks to the impact that he had while he was alive. And, yeah, that, that that's definitely a good thing. Like, and it has brought the community together. Um, the Bloods and Crips in Los Angeles rallied together. They, um, I think it's a treaty in place and shit like that. Like, yeah, a lot of good has come from this. And a lot of bad has come from this. Well, not a lot of bad, but a little bit of bad. Um, do you want to address the young man? You can address that shit. I don't know exactly. All right. So, look, young, young, dumb, Kodak Black, always problematic, um, went on his live and he spoke about Lauren London and said that, you know, he's here for her and, you know, she, he'll give her, you know, however long she needs to grieve, but he'll always be there for her. And when she's done, he'll, he'll see her. To kind of paraphrase what he said, and I I see a lot of people, um, not a lot of people, a lot of women who said that uh, a lot of people are up in arms about it out of the, you know, out of respect for Nipsey also, which is true. But a lot of people are just not with the disrespect. Like, this is a grieving woman. There's no need for you to speak on her name or his name at all. You shouldn't even be bringing them up in any kind of terms like that. Like, yeah, let her grieve. Let her do what she's going to do. She got, a, you know, a family to raise. She got business affairs to get to and shit like that. Like, And she has to live with the fact that she doesn't have this amazing person in her life anymore. So... For you to actually, you know, come out your mouth and say anything regarding her, that yeah, that's kind of disrespectful. As as T.I. would say, you know, check yourself, nigga, expeditiously. Yeah, yeah I thought that was it. Was just because it's not even just about Nipsey. Like, yes, it's disrespectful to him, but like, I because I just saw a post on Facebook that was saying like, oh, well, he don't know him personally, so that's not really his problem. Like. First of all, y'all niggas, y'all young niggas really don't have no code about shit. But it's just the timing is fucked up. Yeah, it's really grieving. fucking weird. It don't matter who the fuck, if you knew them or not. Like, literally. that's You could put that in any situation. Like, you just can't come and try like, first of all, I'm grieving. You can't come and try to replace nobody. It still would be disrespectful and tasteless, regardless. Oh, like, you know, whenever you're ready. Bro, what? Like who the I fuck haven't would even actually, my husband. Who would actually want to do that? I don't want you know what I'm saying? I don't wanna be this uh romantic partner to this young lady who's grieving. No, I'm good. Let get you you do your thing and I'm not even worried about that. Like I'm not you know how can you focus put your focus on somebody in that situation? That's just crazy to me. Um the the young man, um, Eric Holder, who is uh been charged with murder the murder of nipsey hustle he look man i, I just want i kind of want my people to do better not all of us but you know the certain select few who tend to do bullshit and his attorney 
tends to do bullshit. He has um, Chris Darden, um, who was the prosecutor in the O.J. Simpson trial, is representing him. And, uh, yeah, that's crazy. That's all I'm going to say about that. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, I don't don't care if you're doing it for publicity or if you feel like you can get him off or whatever. But, yeah, like, that nigga shouldn't even have a court-appointed attorney. Let alone, let alone a high profile attorney. Like that's that's kind of that's kind of wild to me, honestly. And then somebody on this scale who's a known publicity whore and shit like that. Like, yeah, that's kind of nasty to me. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, he was charged with um one count of murder, two counts of attempted murder, and one count of possession of a firearm by a felon. Of course, he pled not guilty. I believe his bail has been set at like seven and a half million dollars. Yeah, he's in solitary confinement because they know. Um, He was arrested outside of a mental health facility that he has frequented. So you can kind of get the angle that they're going to go with with that. But uh, I don't think anybody's having that bullshit at all. Nobody. So, yeah. All in all, man, it was a, like I tweeted out, man, I left this show last week to watch the second half of the Michigan State Duke game. I was enjoying myself. It was a great game. Um, I think it was like towards the end of the game. We first got the reports that Nipsey had been shot. Um, The game ended. I was happy, ecstatic. My team won. And they announced that Nipsey had passed and like my whole mood changed and it was fucked up for a long time like I said I didn't start feeling better till about Thursday because I had to get that that feeling of hopelessness or like you know at what what do I do mm-hmm. what am I supposed to do like if he's doing everything the right way and you know trying to be the best you know best possible uh influence on his community on a lot of people as we've seen by the love and support like and that can be taken away from him like so what am i doing like i'm coming you know what i'm saying especially coming up on 30 i'm like he was 33 like well what what so like what what's the purpose like what what is my purpose so aside from a lot of those thoughts and shit like that man i pulled through and I feel like that's, you know, that was the the purpose. Like, we we go through bad things to get better, and this is something that we have to get stronger and better about. And, you know, it's something that happens every day. This just happened to be on a larger scale. But, uh, yeah, we just got to be better at the end of the day. For sure. So... Rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. Yes, rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle for sure. All right, it's time for Mind of Millennial. Miss Casey, do you have anything? Um, sure. <laughs> no, I really don't have shit. Okay. But I'm going to come up with something else. You could ask me first. All right. So, hmm, let's see. Would you rather love somebody unconditionally and be poor or be single forever and be rich. Single forever and be rich. Easy. Okay. Why is that? 
Well, I'm probably going to be single forever anyway. <laughs> so I might as well have money. <laughs> Simple answer. Fair point. Fair point. Honestly, it really ain't shit out here, bro. And this goes back to my, um, damn, I didn't, did I say this on the show? Or was it just something we talked about in pre-production? I don't know. But look, all the good niggas, when they, they really are gone. So um, they already met their soulmate and they are living their very best lives. They're already married. They got kids, girl. It's no more good niggas, if, especially if you old. Now, if you young, you like 18, you got time to still find you a good nigga before he get fucked up. But right now... You old like me, you are almost 30, diamonds dancing on 30, knocking on 30's door, or older. It's all over, girl. So, um, it's no hope. Don't have no hope. That's stupid. Okay? So, at the end of the day, you're going to be single forever. Might as well be rich and single. Now I can just do whatever the fuck I All right. So, when I say poor or broke, I meant like at or around where you're at right now. I still don't want to be here, nigga. I'm, I'm I mean, it's a, ca- it's a cap on the rich shit. Like, uh, rich is like a million dollars. No, how? That's, that's rich. That is not rich. That is rich. No, I need several million dollars. Okay. Give me 15. I'm good for the rest of my life. It's only me. I ain't got no kids. We good. Well, who said you didn't have kids? And if I'm not married, I don't have no kids. I said single forever. Okay, if I'm not married, <laughs> then I don't have no kids. I got you the first time, too. Y'all hear me? <laughs> fuck out of here. No <laughs> no ring, no shit at the club, nigga. No nothing, nigga. Like, first of all, no man, no fucking. So I definitely am praying that somebody turn to the Virgin Mary about this bitch. So we good. We chilling. Unless I got, like, Angelina, Angelina Jolie money, then I, maybe I'll adopt me a little. I can take care of the motherfuckers. Them niggas expensive. I have to have enough money to take care of the baby and buy them a name so they can take care of them. Ain't that right now? So no. <laughs> you answer your question too. What, what was your show answer? What's your choice? Um, I don't know. I, I feel like is that a hard question for people? I think that's only a hard question to people that have been in love before or something, or like no love. Cause that shit don't sound that great in comparison to wealth. I mean, I, I'm I'm fifty. Well, no, I'm sixty forty. I'm. I'm teetering a little bit towards the single and rich thing, but... I mean, because it's not really feeling like... Money is certain. Like, that love gonna fizzle out. Money should be certain. I mean, if I'm already rich. Unless I fuck it up. See, that's the thing. That's something I can just fuck up on my own. I can't be mad at myself. I can't get... I can definitely... The fact that you lost your job, or the fact you keep texting them bitches, or the fact... Like, I can't control that. I can control if I blow my fucking money up. Like, that's my control. I can't control that you can't get right. That you refuse to put the toilet seat down. And I keep falling in. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, like that shit. That that's the shit that have love the physicians that love how you in fucked up positions. Look, my coworker went through that. Uh, I think it was like Wednesday or Thursday, and that shit spanned a long time. I'm talking about like a 30 minute conversation. I'm like, boy, if you hang up the goddamn phone, nigga, you you got it. Don't do this shit no more. <laughs> so uh yeah i'm gonna go with uh include conclusion i'm gonna go with single and rich duh i feel like that was an easy question okay anybody that feels different i need y'all let me know why maybe you married or something i'm sorry maybe um you got a family or something let me know i need to know 
why the fuck it would be the answer would be different in any way, shape, or form. And I know somebody gonna be on some corny shit and tell me there's more than life than having money. And you only can say that if you ain't ever been poor before. I have. And I know that I don't want to be poor. I'm good. I'm great. I've been living a long time without a nigga, but I can't live without money. You can live without never loving anybody else. You can't live without money. You'll actually literally die from probably starvation or hypothermia if you live in Michigan. So at this point, you might as well be rich alone. <laughs> the money will keep you wet. <laughs> I mean that shit. Oh, yeah. Let me know if you feel differently. You do have. I hit me up in the email as 2ampodcast.gmail.com. The number two. Let me. Because I need to know. For sure. Now, Hendrix. I have a similar. It's not similar, but it's it's an event. Okay. It's an event of love and shit. <laughs> Anyways. If your best friend fell head over heels in love with someone you thought was deceptive and and you can use an anonymous service to get the lowdown on his or her credit, medical and employment history, school records, parking tickets, politics, bank records, and Facebook postings, would you? If so, what kind of discovery would it take before you'd? The answer to that question is no. And I say no because if you're not doing your own homework on people that you are uh, fucking and or trying to be in a relationship with, that's on you. But I feel like that's a that's a cop out answer. No, because in is. life, no, 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 no. Hear me out. It's not a cop out answer that you're saying that you wouldn't tell because I wouldn't tell either. Like that's on your personal. That's on you. Like I'm not. I seen that go both ways. I ain't saying shit. I ain't gotta date you. I don't got to date them. I'm minding my black ass motherfucking business. Like, you will learn when you learn. But I do think it's fucked up to say that they'll figure out on their own. A lot of you know, people are not themselves when you meet them. Everybody puts a mask on. You put your best foot forward. You're the best version of yourself when you first meet somebody. Then they start with you pull and peel away at the, or crack away at the layers of bullshit and lies. Like, you have to see, okay... I know I said that I was really neat, but actually I go days without showering or, you know what I'm saying? Like it's so many little things that could happen <laughs> that you don't know what it is. Or it could be like, oh, I ain't got no kids. Actually I do psych. Like you don't know what the fuck they might, you know what I'm saying? You're going to put your best foot forward. So you don't really know what you get into until you get into it. So to say that a lot of that stuff, this is supposed to, this is special fucking software anonymous service that you get to find this shit out. You're not going to know that they got a secret family they live on the other side of the uh, fucking bridge and shit because they lying to you. You're not going to know that, you know what I'm saying, they're actually really $500,000 in debt. And as soon as you marry them and say, I do, not that's your debt, nigga. That's a lot of stuff that you really not going to know because ain't nobody going to offer up that fucked up information about Look, themselves. Look, nigga, $500,000 in debt, you know. No, the fuck you won't, depending on what it is. That's stress. I can tell you. Not if you're not paying it back, nigga. <laughs> That's stress. Awesome. I ain't got no little Jimmy job because they're going to take my money. That's the type of shit nigga that be in debt to. Awesome. I'm checking niggas' credit score like, oh, you want my number? Oh, okay, pull up credit card. Oh, it's kind of bad. Cause I, that's that's kind of fucked up. What? Because a lot of people would not be in contention at all. Of what? A lot of women didn't let some niggas fuck up their credit. 
Don't fucking look at me. Like, I didn't even look at you. First of all, I was blankly staring out into space. You rolled your eyes because I was not way, saying man. nothing. I was turning my chair. I didn't say nothing. I ain't say shit. Mm. Disrespectful. Disrespectful. <laughs> Listen here, y'all. If y'all ever want to get a new car, don't go to them B locks. They gonna send your fucking credit to seventy five people. Seventy five. So when they look at them hard inquiries, nigga, they're like, pop, 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 pop. you gonna still be sitting there and they gonna still be popping your shit. Pop, 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 pop. Don't do it. Don't do it. And I'm gonna put that right in the same lane as also don't buy shit from Gardner White while we talking about credit. Because they fuck with me too. My credit was good before. Just think about before it. Before White. My credit was excellent. I'm just saying, think about it, y'all. New niggas talking about, oh, yeah, we ain't send you your car, but uh, you owe us uh, two months of payments and we put it on your credit. Wait, wait, what? Because you didn't send it to me? All right, fuck y'all. All right, if you guys have any questions that you want to ask us, you can do so at ask2ampodcast at gmail.com. That is ask the number two. AM podcast at gmail.com. Yes, and any questions, comments, or concerns you may have about anything we discussed on the show, this episode, and whenever the fuck else. Yeah, if you guys have listened to like our backlog or whatever, and you got a question, just ask us. We remember. Well, yeah. I remember. I remember for the most part. I remember if you refresh my memory. <laughs> That's not the same thing. No. All right. I want some fruit. Anybody making fruit trays? Give me one. I don't want to go get one from Kroger Six. What? I didn't say nothing. Nigga, you was in there judging. I was just random. Maybe yo, maybe your ass needs some fruit, bitter ass nigga. No. Anyways, all right, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're gonna try to turn up the uh, energy in this motherfucker tonight, and um, you know. I feel like our energy's been pretty good. I'm not talking about the energy. I'm talking about the the vibe. You know what I'm saying? We were talking about Nipsey was a little sad, so we got to try to brighten up the the other side of the show, give you some um good vibes and energy from now on. Well, I can't promise that. But anyways, so I'm gonna introduce the topic. It's kind of gonna piggyback off of last week's topic. I know you love that, don't you? Who's yeah. feeling it? Yeah. All right. So this week, we are gonna talk all about getting the fuck on. I'm just playing. We're gonna <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna identify. You know what I'm saying? You know the whole thing that when people say the grass isn't always greener. We're saying fuck that old adage, and we're gonna discuss what if that shit is green. Crisp, fresh, bright, freshly mowed, okay? What if it is greener on the other fucking side? So last week we discussed if your soulmate is already in a relationship, what do you do? Do you decide? Well, we don't know if they're your soulmate yet. If you like somebody that's in a relationship, do you still go and pursue them and see where it goes? And now we're going to attack the other side if you were in a relationship and it's somebody that you want to be with more, do you leave? What happens when you break up with someone for somebody better? Do you break up with someone? What if it actually is better? Hendrix, what are you thinking? <laughs> What's up? Uh, I have done this uh, on multiple occasions. And what was your experience? Because um, I feel like we only hear the bad. You only hear the bad where it's like, oh, I broke up with so-and-so, got with so-and-so, and our relationship was horrible. What is the terms where it's like, okay, I broke up with so-and-so, got with so-and-so, and we actually had a great relationship? 
Like, it actually worked out for the best. I mean, eventually, the grass is, like, it dies eventually. Everywhere. Yeah, All eventually. the grass did. Yeah, eventually. You got to take care of your grass. Mm. It's an apartment type nigga. You got to think about it. Niggas don't need grass all the time. Some niggas don't need grass. But that's not the topic. So I'm going to let Hendrix finish. No, um, <laughs> he can't take care of your grass. All right, I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. Sorry. You said it. I didn't say anything. No, it was implied. Um, yeah, I'm, the couple of times that I've done that, um, yeah, I guess the results could be better. Um, I know from the article that we got this from, um, yeah, it, it, it's really about being tired of your current situation. Like, a lot of times we stay in relationships that aren't really doing anything for us. We're just there to be there. And I don't feel like you should live that life. Like, that's not a life worth living. And a lot of times, like, outside of marriage and, I guess, kids, even most of the time kids don't even count. Um, Yeah. Your happiness is the only thing that should matter to you. So... Like I said, I've done it a couple times. They yielded good results for a while, but uh, I actually did that shit like back to back. And I mean, well, okay, well, let me rephrase because <laughs> your situation is not conducive to the topic, apparently, nigga. I'm saying, well, you know, you ain't shit. See, and we already know. Look at <laughs> Hendrix checkered past when y'all sliding them DMs. Think about all the character flaws that he possessed. Okay, think about it. But anyway, it's enough about him. My nigga, you have to As chill it, out. What I do? <laughs> I am being the best version of myself and the best friend to you by being honest. Okay? That's all I can be. Nigga, I ask for your honesty. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I give it to you anyway. <laughs> Anyways, like I was saying. Say. We're not talking about just like, okay. This situation that you said, do you think they worked out better if you would have, like, than if you would have stayed? Like, was it still the better alternative between the two? Absolutely. Oh, okay. Well, that's the point of the topic. Don't talk about the ending, nigga. We need to talk about I mean, the good. We were talking about the just, grass being green. We're not talking about when that shit died because you r- refused to water it. That's just. We're uh, talking about when it was greener. That was just hindsight. That's all. Like, you and know. you was thinking about it. Is this your confessions part two? No. Usher? No. Okay. Well. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's always good to get out of a situation that's stagnant or not living up to your expectations and going into another situation that is better for you and better for your mental capabilities and shit like that. Like a lot of times, it's cool. Like go for it. Like if you're unhappy, like that, that's not on the other person. That's on you. Well, it's not on the other person all the time. I mean, the majority of your time, that's about you. What you mean, though? I mean, because you can make, uh, you know, you can make concessions to uh, a certain how so? extent. Because eventually you'll get to the point of settling. I hear what you're saying, but it's like you can be like this. For instance, I'll give you an example. You're in a relationship and you like, this person doesn't give me no attention. They're not attentive. They're not. they neglectful. They don't give me enough. Right? right, and then you decide like, okay, well, that's my problem. So let me just be less needy. Now you're in a toxic relationship because you're negating your own feelings to appease them. So now it's toxic. 
That's true. So it's just like, I guess it can't really all be because, like, if it's a mate, y'all be. If it's your mate, <laughs> y'all have to compromise and be like, okay, I feel like you're not being attentive enough. If it's a real problem and they're really not being attentive enough, then you talk about it and you hope that it improves. Then if it doesn't improve and you stay, now it's a personal problem. But in a, a normal relationship, you want to be healthy and successful, you should give them the opportunity to correct their behavior. That's making you right. feel some kind of way. But if they decide not to, then now it's on you to get the fuck on. I agree. Personal problem. But I will say that in a lot of times, like no one really, that's why I said that last week, I don't think home wrecking is a thing. You cannot wreck a home. It has to already be fucking broken because you're not letting nobody penetrate your bubble unless you want them in there. You in a relationship, you in a bubble. It's you and them. When you start getting dense cracks, holes in that bubble that's when other people are allowed to infiltrate your space if you're completely happy nobody's getting in that motherfucker because you don't see nobody you got tunnel vision you and if you never felt and if you know if you never felt like that in a relationship then you wasn't happy you or you was or you were insatiable also meaning you don't need to be in a relationship both of these things are indicative of the fact that you should have not been in that relationship true so at the end of the day it was cracks in the frame Okay, and somebody infiltrated y'all, and that's really pretty much what it is. So, you have to decide if it's worth working for or not because clearly the relationship was already broken somewhere. Yeah, I agree. And so, you have to decide what really comes up now is like because everyone, our relationship has highs and lows. That's another thing I think you have to consider when you decide, like, okay, I'm breaking up for this person to be with someone else. You really need to decide, first of all, if it's genuine, you know what I'm saying? If it's actually like, if it's more, make sure it's like legit, like I like this person, I feel like it's going to be better. And it's not just lust or it's not just the honeymoon, something new and shiny. Oh my God, this is fun. Well, a lot of times that's where it gets messy because um, in order to do that, a lot of times you have to have established something for a long period of time while you were in a relationship and that ain't always the the best thing to do because people pick up on signs a lot like, what you mean i mean i'm not saying do all this while you're in a relationship well first of all okay cats out the bag you should not be <laughs> breaking up with somebody to be with somebody else that's unhealthy realistically realistically you need to break up with that person because you're unhappy you need to realize that that unhappiness is a is a continuing thing. Like it's not like oh we got an argument and I'm mad at that person right now because everybody look fine as fuck. Everybody got a plump ass or a big penis and everything. When you're unhappy, when that nigga just pissed you off, when her ass just pissed you off, everybody look good. Okay, bitch, her titties is sitting. Okay, his print is popping. Them three sixties is crisp. Okay. Everything is great. They conversation is everything. It's all wonderful when your nigga or your bitch just fucked up. That is absolutely correct. That is. I'm just saying. I mean, that's nine times out of ten. That's where it stems from. Is just the fact that you're unhappy, so everybody else's statistics go up drastically. I mean, and some of it could because I mean, think about it. Even when people say that all the time. When you're in a relationship, that's when everybody comes at you. I've never had that experience. I literally have not. I just have bad luck. I've had, which is why I'm still choosing the money. So I've had bad luck and love my whole life. Like, I've never even had these outpour of great men throwing themselves at me anyway. But <laughs> it's said 
that for majority of people, when you're in a relationship, that's when everybody come out the woodworks. Everybody wants your time, your attention. Hey, 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 take my number down, ass niggas. You know what I'm saying? Or bitches. I don't know bitches shooting their shots. Or bitches. That's why I definitely think you shouldn't be confiding in other females or other men about your relationship problems. That's a setup. You're a dumbass. But in any way, people come out the woodworks when you're in a relationship, it seems. You feel like you have that experience, Andrew? Um, at times, yeah. I think it's more so the fact that you you can look at it objectively. Because when you're single, like, you feel like every, you know, that single people talking to single people, like, that's just common. It's but. not fun. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm not saying this as myself, <laughs> by the way. I was all common. the single niggas that are fine with money, jobs, own places, all their hair. Taller than me, and uh, I would say nice ass penises, but I'm not using those right now. So, but the rest of them. Yeah. So I mean, I feel like you notice it a little bit more. Like me, I'm normally uh, oblivious, as I've stated before, and as it's true in real life. Like nigga, I, a lot of times I don't know because I don't really want to put myself in that mind frame. Like, oh, you know, I've never been one of them. Oh yeah, everybody want me type of niggas. Like I'm, I'm humble. I have to remain humble because that's not a good place to be in. Some people like that. That's just not me. I don't brag and boast and shit like that. So yeah, somebody coming up to you and shit in a relationship. I, I feel like you notice it because you're focusing on this other person and their energy and shit like that. So when somebody else is, interjects their own energy into your situation you kind of take heed of it a little bit more plus people like people who are in relationships that's just common knowledge especially men um i'm gonna take a different approach to hendrix i actually don't necessarily think i think i would say it's in the other direction not completely disagreeing but just a different avenue i think when you're in a relationship especially if you are just in just as far as attacking the idea of why you get hit on more, if you're in a healthy relationship, you could actually just look happier. Right. You could look, you can like, I know that it might be overrated to some people, but that whole idea of like being happy, confident, comfortable, you look, it's a carefreeness about you. You're not worried about getting hit on. You kind of just enjoying your night or enjoying your day. You might be more smiley. You might be more receptive, more open-minded, more, you know, alluring to people. So that could be one thing. And then, and that's just, and that's as far as attracting older people. I mean, like not older people, but new people. Yeah. Like when you attract new people that don't know you now, I know it's another thing where, like, even when you're in a relationship, all your exes come out of nowhere. To me, I think that's kind of like a, um, I would say that that's kind of like a, a a thing where it's the appeal of ownership. Everybody's, a lot of times, a lot of people feel like they have ownership of their exes. I don't know what it is. It's a ego thing. It's a territorialness that happens between men and women and couples alike where it's like, okay, I had you and I feel like I can always have you. Or, you know what I'm saying? We were together. I can always get you. I know what this person likes. You feel like you have an upper hand. You feel like you have an edge. A lot of times your ex might not actually want to be with you or want to have you again, but they know what makes you tick? They know what you like. They know what they did that didn't make you happy. And they know how to approach you and be different. So it can just be something that simple that affects that interaction. What's so fucking funny, Hendrix? <laughs> I didn't say it. 
All right, now nah, like the keep it cute, keep it cute, keep it cute, bro. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, <laughs> no, but seriously, it's that simple. So that's something to definitely consider. New people, it could just be you seeming more attractive. You know, you're fresh, you look happy, you're all of that stuff. Your exes, they just feel territorial. Cause I know, like, I don't want none of my exes. Well, I don't do this when they're in relationships. I don't. I don't want none of my exes, but. I know who the fuck I am. So at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like, she cute and all that's nice. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy y'all happy. But at the end of the day, I'm still who the fuck I am. At the end of the day. Don't pop your collar, bro. I'm popping. I don't even have a collar. I'm popping this bitch (laughs) because you are blessed, baby. Yes, on this Sunday. Okay? I make everything I touch better. Boop. (laughs) Hendrix. You not rolling? No. All right. I you know it was a joke in there. I'm standing still. Nigga, you know what the fuck <laughs> I meant. Don't come over here with that bullshit. I mean get get your shit off. I'm not I'm I'm just saying I get my I was getting my shit off, but it's cool. I'm just saying though, that's the difference between like that's might be why people feel like you get hit on more when you're in a relationship. Because like I said, you might be glowing. You might have that new bay glow, or or you like most females, you might have that new bay ass because you're gonna get fat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, some shit. You know, what I'm saying? you're gonna look happy. That's why you gotta moisturize, man. Fool, you got fool. Keep them fool. I'm saying, keep them fool. Always had that glow. Oh, it ain't yeah, about yeah. it ain't about a but nigga exactly or what I was a saying female. Last week, like, though. yeah, you gotta you gotta fool them. Sure, I'm just happy about me, nigga. Niggas glowing like a trash now. When I see him, it's like, look at that fuck boy glow. It's like, oh, don't touch that nigga, don't touch that nigga, stay away from that nigga. It's that glow. Then I see niggas, I'm like, woo, shit, get back the fuck up. That's what I see now. When I was younger, I used to be intrigued. Now I see a fine ass nigga. I'm like, ooh, I'm out of here. <laughs> like, he about to fuck my life up. Me and my credit. Backing the fuck up. <laughs> I'm hip. What, Hendrix? What? <laughs> what, nigga? Nothing. Damn. I didn't say nothing. I have not said a word. Holy fuck, boy. Have I said a word, anybody? Fuck, no. boys. <laughs> fuck, boys do glow. They gonna fuck up your life. Oh. That's how they sound. I don't know how. Nigga, your ass sound. sound like that. You come around. Fuck <laughs> oh. <laughs> the fuck your life up. I text back slow. I do not text back you slow. You a fucking ass lie. Login. Yeah, liar. I got light skin tendencies. Yeah, you do got light skin tendencies. Lie. Listen here, ladies. <laughs> If y'all are all trying right, to look, get at Hendrix, I'm 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 uh I'm actually going to cipher through all the applications because I know I actually can erase this. We're not doing that. <laughs> Listen here, ladies. Y'all want his number three one three? I don't know about her. I'm just joking. It's two thousand nineteen. I don't know my number. Her. I have that good of a memory. So I wouldn't worry about that. <laughs> his email is Mister. <laughs> My my email Nigga, is my somebody, name. Imagine somebody sliding and they <laughs> sliding your email. <laughs> Stranger things have happened. Yeah, my email is my first and last name too. So if you want to slide in that bitch, it's not really hard to get. Well, it's really imagine name. a nigga sliding in your uh, LinkedIn messages. Yeah. At least he got a job, right? I would hope that she had a job, but she on LinkedIn. That's what, what I'm saying. At least you already know they gainfully employed. 
Damn. Damn. I don't know too many women who aren't gainfully employed. Oh, yeah, no. it's We goo. It's y'all. We Gucci over here. <laughs> it's the niggas. You're like, oh, God. I got a whole checklist, nigga. Just like I was inspired by DoorDash. Like, two weeks I worked for them. <laughs> and um, it was like, you know, make sure you check and make sure everything in the bag before you leave. So now I about to check, you gotta check that shit with niggas. Be like, okay, car, apartment. <laughs> How many kids? One, two, three. You know, it's just like a old checklist. You got to make sure you got everything before you decide to go down that rabbit. <laughs> you know I mean, and that actually correlates to the whole, you know, grass is greener thing. Like, you do definitely have to do your research on people. You honestly, doing recon and dating is so important and relevant to, like, know exactly what you're getting yourself into. Like, you need to know the good, the bad, and the ugly. And we, because we, we all do it. Well, Unless you're, never mind. <laughs> Thought the dick ride myself. But unless some people are more honest, what Hendrix nigga? What? Nobody can see me. Why you keep bringing up the? Because fact? I want to know. <laughs> all right, fuck this nigga. Anyways, like I was saying, we all put our best foot forward in dating. So you're gonna be the best version of your fucking self, right? So at the end of the day, you need to definitely get to know this person talk to them have meaningful conversations about relevant shit that you care about so you can know the character of this person the reality of this person nigga like i said open up credit karma had them put their fingerprint in you shouldn't meet anybody with an intro anyway um you should do all of this shit <laughs> what anyways you, you need to make sure. I'm just appreciating your your genius. I'm also I, I came back on my bullshit for my trip. Um, you need to make sure that this person is worth your time because that is so important, especially if you about to do a whole switcheroo. If you about to reposition a nigga, you know what I'm saying? Now they sub you subbing people in and shit. Then you need to really know and make sure it's worth it because how do you really know? If you haven't went through nobody, like think about it, you going through a low time with somebody you actually in a relationship with, right? All right. And then you meet somebody, y'all gonna y'all gotta go through the honeymoon fold, you know, the honeymoon stage first. So of course y'all gonna be all happy and blissful, you're gonna be shiny, you know what I'm saying? New penis or a new vagina. You know what I'm saying? All these good things. I don't think about stuff like this, but I know I know how you nasty kids are nowadays. Ha ha, wink wink. But all of these new shiny things, it's like a new toy. Y'all know y'all know y'all care about that shit. Like, oh my god, it's something else. It's something different. So that's gonna seem cool, especially if Bay fucking up. You know what I'm saying? Bay fucked up and watched Power Without You or some shit. And now you looking at this other nigga telling myself, I don't see that level of disloyalty in you. All right, but you also have to realize that Bay is always fucking up. But that's what I'm. But that's the thing. You have to realize. That. See, that's the thing, though. Know. Bay is always it's a, it's up. Hell yeah, Bay always fucking. <laughs> but you got to work. It's different issues, though. Some problems are like big deal problems, like toxic ass shit, or you are not being attentive. You're not listening to me. What I want, my desires. You're not. You know. You're actually neglecting me, or you're not giving me enough attention, or you texting them bitches. Or you sliding in bitches DMs, DMs, wow, DMs, or you liking too many pictures because Instagram tell you on the other page that I just keep finding don't now. Don't go to the other fucking page. What is that page called? Don't worry about it. That I don't is, have a nigga. I can do whatever fuck I want that's to. That's cool. I mean, but you got people that you follow that you might be interested But no, in. that, that helped me look, though. Like, not even like that, but I like, actually, I texted Hendrix about this bullshit the other day. <laughs> 
found this random ass girl on Twitter, like on Twitter, bro. And I happened to like, she was beautiful. You know what I'm saying? I respect a beautiful woman. You know what I'm saying? And so I Me follow, too. no, it's like a dick, bro. <laughs> so I, um, uh, I followed her. I, I, I was like, her Instagram was in her bio. So I'm like, all right, type it in. You know what I'm saying? Typed in her Instagram, went on her page. You know what I'm saying? Started liking some pictures of who did I see? Like the same picture that I liked from a couple weeks ago. This nigga Hendrix. I'm like, I text this nigga. I'm like, you thirsty as fuck, bro. I found this girl page so randomly. So I'm just like, it wasn't like it was a popping Instagram model. Like, it was a random I mean, ass based page. On, based on algorithms, it might not no, have been No, nigga, no, nigga, no, nigga. I'm like, bro, that's the type of shit you got to worry about. See? It's so much harder for girls to date because niggas don't think shit like that matter. You know what I'm saying? But if I'm sitting there liking every nigga picture in gray sweatpants with his printout, then I would be thirsty too. Because that's the equivalent of bitches in bikinis. I, in, I still don't know who you're talking about, though. I can't remember either. Because it was a random-ass bitch. I was like, oh, she's pretty. I'm going to like her pictures. I'm going to follow her on Instagram. I'm a female. Well, I'm a male. So well, actually, makes I really don't even be liking sick. their pictures for real. I just be like following them. I like some pictures depending on if I see them. But I was like, oh, she's so pretty. I follow pretty girls all the time. Me too. All right, but you were thirsty. How? Because you we are doing the same thing. No, we're like not. No, because I don't do I don't do it to niggas. I don't like. Oh, this is a fine ass nigga. Let me. Like I don't it. either. All right, <laughs> all right now. But I don't have a penis. I cannot penetrate the girl I'm following. I can't like either. Pictures. Okay, I'm like but you can. I'm not in your fantasy world. You could. Oh, it's the same. So you wouldn't care if your bitch was like in a whole bunch of nigga pictures and. You know what I'm saying? His banging ass body and his big dick selfies and shit. You wouldn't care? I would if I was in that situation, yeah. And I wouldn't doing, be doing what I'm doing now. Nigga, you a liar. Niggas be liking all kind of motherfucking people. You know what? Y'all niggas is hoes. This is why I stay away from y'all with holy water and the grace of God. Because I am good. Look, it's Sunday. Don't start that bullshit. Exactly girl. why he gets me covered at all times. Against y'all niggas. You know what he created. <laughs> you know what he did. <laughs> I feel like we got so far off topic. Because Hendrick came in here on some bullshit. Now. Ba- what? What? Now? I didn't even say that. Look. Okay, listen here, Nobody y'all. can see us. Stop listen here. Pointing it out. The grass. The grass could definitely be greener. Because I think that's a cop-out, obviously. You might really be in a relationship, but you might really meet somebody somebody that is better than the person you're with. Fair. That's fair. What? Oh, that's fair. But you should also actually formally break up with them and then pursue the new person. Would you agree? Definitely. Yes. Look, I done been in two relationships at one time. And that is not. I mean, you See? know, I was young, are y'all, wild. Are y'all listening? I was young, are wild, and dumb. I, told y'all. I was young, wild, and dumb. Okay? Well, I see only one of those things have changed. Old ass nigga. I still <laughs> Look, I got Bianca Lawson syndrome. Fuck out of here. What? I don't look thirty. Fuck All right, you. bro. Anyways, I still get Cardi. I get Cardi too, nigga. No. The fuck? Fuck. And I'm short, so it really helped. Man, all you niggas are short. <laughs> Man, I was watching Criminal Mind this time. This nigga put like 
lifts in his shoes. I'm buying them for all the niggas I ever date. My niggas work can boots be a have lifts in them. I need some more of them. <laughs> Sorry. We finished. I'm trying to did. help you. Don't help me. All right. So you want us to be friends, but you don't want me to help you. I'm a good wing girl, first of all. The best. That is a fucking lie. Wow. How not? <laughs> that is a lie. I'm a bro. Like, I am like the best bro niggas could ever wish they could have had. The fuck? Ain't that right, Hendrix? No. What the fuck, bro? I'm a better friend than the rest of your friends. All right, you know what? Fuck this nigga. He on some bullshit. You distract us from the topic. Listen, lead that nigga, okay, for something better. But not really. Figure it out. Why? Is it really ever better? Sometimes it is because, like, let's say you got a girlfriend and you meet me. I'm definitely, obviously, better, but you with her, so. In hindsight, <laughs> what you say? What you say? The glow, the glow. In hindsight, yeah, you Bruce Leroy right now, nigga. I don't want no parts, nigga. I'm straight. <laughs> Straight, straight. <laughs> no, but in the article, it was saying, I was like, but I'm honestly, like, not with the bullshit, though. I just like talking shit. Because I don't do nothing but mind my black-ass business. And just I take my shit early about to get back. I try to mind my black-ass business on a very regular basis. And, and mind the business that pays me, really. That's it. That's what I do. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Ain't that right, Hendrix? Why you sitting there watching WrestleMania, nigga? Damn. I'm Can we wrap the show? In the no, the fuck you're not. Yes, I am. All right, well. <laughs> what are you talking about? All right. <laughs> I'm at the clip fix this motherfucker like crazy. <sighs> Anyways. All right, Hendrix, what's up? Casey brought the energy for real, for real. Because I'm, I told you I came back on my bullshit. Like, I oh, really did come back on now. my bullshit. We know now. Stay away from them fucking mountains, nigga. Man, I'm going to die. I think I had a near-death experience. No more old town road for your ass. Oh yes, my horse nigga on the old town road. Yeah. The fuck. I mean, it. I feel like this is a good topic to do, especially based on what we did last week. Like two different perspectives and shit. All in all, like, I want to say love the one you with, but they <laughs> love yours. Right, but love, sometimes they don't need to. They don't deserve your love. Like love yours, but. Uh, at the same time, like love yeah, theirs. Get off my ditch. Like no, I'm done. I'm straight. Bye. What? <laughs> the grass might be greener. Who knows? You know. The grass might be greener. But I def but I think the whole thing is a psyche. Like your actual mental state. You really honestly have to make sure you're leaving for the right reasons. And it, I think that it's not necessarily gonna be that person. It should be like because that relationship isn't going well in reality. In reality, you leave because you're not happy. Don't leave for somebody else. Lock the fuck out. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's going to wrap it up for, um, I about to say LNL. I do that a lot for less arguments. <laughs> 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 okay, Hendrix, what's up? Oh, no, no, no. I said, yeah, you, I got to go first. Because you about to say some dark. Oh. Not really. I mean, it's just same typical bullshit over and over again. All right, well, I'm going to do mine because mine is more just comedy. Um, What's grinding my gears is niggas pump faking. And what I mean by that is um, <laughs> it actually has nothing to do with me because I don't be paying you niggas no attention. But anyway, so it was this guy. I thought he was so cute. And then I saw him without no do-rag on. 
And so what's going on my girls is niggas out here half fishing and cat fishing. Half fishing, do rag fishing. Do rag fishing is the new one I had to throw in there. Cause I didn't even know that was a thing. I'm like, oh my god, this boy is actually good. I ain't, I ain't attractive. And then I said, I'm like, wow, his head shape funny. This is funny as fuck. He went from like a ten to like a. That ain't bad. That's not bad. No, I'm a six. Just from taking off a do rag. I'm a six until I stand up. Then I'm a five point eight. Then you a four. Five Feet tall, eight. nigga. <laughs> I already did the joke. You can't do the joke after I did. I did it better, nigga, because I had I added flair to that motherfucker. Anyway, flair, you flair, flair these sorry jeans, a shawty noose, nigga. Okay, let me fucked up. Anyways, <laughs> fuck I was saying. That's what's grinding my gears. Niggas out here lying and living lies. Okay, Look. so now on top of asking for your credit score, I have to ask you to remove all items from your head, nigga. Hats, scarves, do rags. Anything that is obstructing my vision and view of what that head look like. <laughs> man, I thought all I had to do was worry about thinning, but apparently head shape is a thing too. And you well, niggas nigga, don't no. have it all. No, ask me what my head Somebody, like, Somebody bro. shit like, listen, your mama let them use the forceps. And at the end of the day, that was not the best route. Okay? Your head is fucked up. And I'm not judging. I just don't think it's cute. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I sound like an asshole. Do I sound like an asshole? Every week. What wow, that is crazy. <laughs> you getting worse and worse. The older I you think get. so. <laughs> I think I'm getting old and I don't care. Get worse and worse. Man, I'm trying to be better. I'm going to be better next week. I'm going to come in this bitch like on some real calm, chill, we are the world shit. Mm-hmm. But not the we are the world video. What was the video with Michael Jackson look over it? When they were singing, did you that see? Was weird <laughs> I'm gonna be like that. That was weird. Weird. Like these motherfuckers can't sing. Some, some woo child, the ghetto. All right, Hendrix, what's um, what's grinding your gears, bro? All right, grinding my gears this week. Uh, I have a story about University of Kansas student, mm-hmm. former University of Kansas student Albert Wilson. Um. He has been sentenced to 12 years in ju- in prison with a lifetime of probation after a September 2016 incident involving an underage student. Um, he met the girl while he's visiting a family. Uh, the girl was visiting a family member. They were both under 21 at the time. Um, they left the bar to go back to Mr. Wilson's apartment. Um, he says they engaged in sexual acts, but they never actually had intercourse, which is, um, sex. So, (laughs) I'm mad you (laughs) said that. I mean, it's sex. Like, we engaged in sexual acts, but we didn't have sex. Um, because they could have had, they could have gave each other head or something. That's technically sex. All right. So, the Kansas Bureau of Investigation um, testified that Wilson's DNA was found on the girl's chest via Wilson's saliva when he kissed her, but no DNA from seminal fluid was found. So, yeah, I mean, we have another one of these stories where it just, well, that too, but uh, yeah, you know. The justice system ain't for us, and you Nor know. Nor are. Look, man, you got you know, pork is bad. You but should. I'm cutting up this episode. <laughs> wow, like, you know, I actually met um a guy 
And my job. I mean, he he's young, so I can't hold it against him. Actually, I I, I already. Yeah, you torched him before the show. He only <laughs> no, it's a different one. He only date white. He he never dated a black girl. Oh yeah, he's still young. But he never. He's black. Yeah, depend on where he grew up. He grew up. That makes sense. But he said no. But he said he dated. He dated one black girl. And I think he said in like tenth grade. But he broke up with her. Literally, the words he used. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's just a sad case of somebody getting caught in some bullshit. And then I told that, that nigga he was a sucker being. Never seen that movie, <laughs> and I knew that he really loved white women because he never seen Get Out. I didn't need to see Get Out to understand what the fuck uh, goes on in America. Like, yeah, stop it. You know, can't you know? Justice system is unjust, but you know you can't be mad at justice. anybody else but yourself. Like, you know, it's pretty. That's a fucked up situation though. But it's like honestly, like. I think that's why I be so. Never mind. That's a whole other conversation. I'm gonna get into it right now. Yeah, just don't put yourself in positions like that, fellas. Like, don't be, be raping. Don't be raping hoes, or not raping. I don't know. So you just gonna one up my shit? <laughs> you just gonna go worse to me? What I do? This pork wasn't mad enough. Like, yeah, don't be raping or not raping them hoes. Yeah. All right. So on that note, uh, that's what's I grinding. Didn't even do- that's what's grinding our gears. If you guys have anything that's grinding your gears, write um, right into us. Um, yes, all the black men that don't, um, they black women. I need to know exactly why. So can you hit us up in the email? It's ask two am podcast at gmail dot com. You really want all them emails, my nigga? Yes. <laughs> and when you're writing and composing this email, think about your black ass mama, black ass sisters, cousins, and everybody else. Your parole officer, everybody else that's black in your life. What? I didn't even do nothing. Okay, I'm sorry. The caseworker on your child's support case. All right. Um, so we're gonna um wrap it up <laughs> this week. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. You can wrap up the show. All right, I'm gonna wrap up the show. Okay, okay, I'm just joking. Um, we're gonna reach you, Hendrix. Hendrix. Look, you, you might not want to, you know, in light of this conversation, <laughs> but if you do, I'm available on all social media platforms at N O E L L Y H E N D R I X. That is N O E L L Y H E N D R I X. I'm going to let you be great the second time. Alright, if you want to reach me, you can do so at... <laughs> I mean, I'm at your own risk, I guess. K underscore in real life, that is on Instagram and on Twitter. K-A-Y underscore I-N-R-E-E-L-L-I-F-E. If you want to reach me on Facebook, you can do so at Casey Collins, K-A-Y-C-E-C-O-L-L. Sorry, I forgot to spell my name. And if you want to reach is a mess, the bro. show, you can do... I t- I'm on my bullshit, bruh. Okay. If you want to reach the show, you can do so. Get these off. Okay. The show, you can do so at the 2 a.m. podcast on all social media platforms that is on Twitter, on Facebook, and on Instagram. If you want to actually see the article in which we um, pulled the topic from this week from, I will have Hendrix posted somewhere for you so you can get that information. Or maybe not because the way he's grooming me right now. So that's going to wrap it up for this week. I just be wanting to know why I got But this nigga, because that's your fucking job, okay? Look, this shit don't pay no, <laughs> don't pay no money. It's an internship. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> I quit, my nigga.
Mind the business that doesn't pay you. Okay? Now, any last words that you... Uh, yes, millennials. What up? Um, if we learn anything this week, we've learned that the marathon does indeed continue. Hey, RG. Peace out. Bye.